The following morning, breakfast smells wafted all through the silversmith house. Braden's bruised and broken body stirred and he twitched his nose like a mouse. Ham and egg and potatoes and cheese, yes, he was ready for this. He pulled his long hair out of his face. He stood up and nearly missed. His legs wobbled under him as he went downstairs, his body craving carbs and protein. He sat down at the table and thought to himself, I'm so hungry I might just scream. Luckily for Brayden, he didn't have to. Rayan brought a dish right in. It had wonderful thick pieces of bacon in it and cheese and eggs within. Breakfast casserole. Braden beamed with contentment. I am so ready for food. Wait, not yet. Brayan set the dish down. Don't be so hasty and rude. Braden frowned for just a moment, but then Rayan produced a black blade. He didn't see where she got it from, but his stomach rumblings were grave. Is that a tomahawk? He asked with a smile. You know it's not my birthday yet. I know, Brayden. I'm giving it to you now because if I don't, if it, it will get lost in a minute. Every year it's the same story. You go out with all your friends. Well, thanks for the tomahawk, Grandma. Then he asked for breakfast again. Would you just wait a few seconds? This isn't an ordinary hatchet. It's been passed down through our family and has a story attached to it. Brayden relented and sat back to listen, but his mind within him said... By the time she finishes this family story, Jonathan will be awake and I'll be dead. A long time ago, in Georgia, before it was called a state, our Cherokee ancestor ruled Standing Peachtree, and he was a chief that was great. Degotaka was his name. He led his people well, and he especially kept his countrymen safe from black magic, powers, and spells. Once, there was a sinful witch, Harbingela by name, who happened to cross Degataga's braves who arrested her for her shame. They brought her before the chief, and she begged him for her life. And even though she bribed the chief, her heart still clung to spite. Chief Degataga, she quaintly cooed, please forgive my magic's rude. I am but a poor, wretched soul. But I have a gift that is worthy of your role. If you will accept this, promise will I to leave this forest forever and never again on you, spy. The chief thought for a minute or two. All the witch had to say. It's true, her power had waned a lot, and mercy was his heart's way. He agreed to the gift, and she thanked him well with a new tomahawk and a magic spell. But nearly a week later, Harbingela was found, and nothing could stop Degataga's braves, or the many men who came from all over the world to end the witch queen Harbingela and all their fury spend. Harbingela was sealed away, but the tomahawk remains. It has been passed from firstborn to firstborn, and here it passes again. It was passed from my mother Salali to your uncle Nahari, he died in Vietnam, and so it passed to me. I passed it to your father, but Django's lost or gone. Now it passes to you, Brayden, my eldest and only grandson. 
Rayan saw the quizzical look forming in Brayden's eyes. She took the blade from off the table and smiled in a way that was wry. She grabbed a fork from off the table and crossed the tomahawk shaft with the handle of the fork and spoke two words of craft. Fork mutatio was all she need say, and the tomahawk turned into a fork right away. It was black like before, but with a little blue stripe. Not just like the silver fork, but black as dark as night. Rayan pulled the forks apart and said one word again. Mutatio. She said in a clear voice, and the fork form met its end. The black tomahawk with pale blue stripe, Brayden saw suddenly in another light. Rayan held it out, and Brayden took it in hand. This is unbelievable. Treasure it. Yes, ma'am. I never dream of pawning something like this for cash. The name of the tomahawk is Shadow Lash. And whenever you would want to have a fork again, hold it in your hand and speak these words, Brayden. Fork, then mutatio. It needn't be crossed. The tomahawk stores that information for whenever you're lost. You can copy any inanimate object that you can hold in your hands and call it back at any time. Thank you so much, ma'am. So I cross it with whatever I want to copy, and I name it and tell it to change? That's what mutatio means, right? You've got it. Wow, this is strange. He put the tomahawk on the table, and the two of them embraced. Then Rayan began to serve Brayden with a smile and with grace. Meanwhile, a sleepy-headed Jonathan walked down the stairs, his head a tangle of winter-woven locks. Dude, nice hair. <laughs>